0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. But when it comes to development, something close at home has reared its head. Apparently, uh, there are city councillors who are upset with Queens Park, and this is Doug Ford's government for uh, now introducing legislation that will be in third reading next week, called Bill 108. And uh, Bill 108 has to do with development in the province. And Toronto City Councillor Josh Matlow, along with colleagues Gord Perks and Kristen Wong Tam, were uh, at Queens Park complaining about it. In fact. Give a listen. This is Josh Matlow. Everything we know about this bill suggests that this is a, a lottery win for the development industry that supported this government's campaign, and it's leaving every community, every endangered species, every green space, and every renter apt to dry. Premier Ford, if you're for the people, then advocate for the people, not for the interests of the development industry. And that's what Bill 108 does. It's a handover of the planning process to the development industry. I haven't heard a single municipal council do anything other than pass resolutions to ask for a pause so that we could be consulted in a meaningful way. Again, Councillor Josh Madlow, along with uh, his colleagues Perks, Wong Tam, and others at Queen's Park. Well, let's go out to Queen's Park and hear directly from the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing, Steve Clark, as to what Bill 108 is all about. Minister Clark, good to have you back in The Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
1: Thanks, John. uh, I'm so glad to be back to try to uh, dispel some of this false information. Uh, Bill 108 is uh, part of Ontario's Housing Supply Action Plan. The bill, More Homes, More Choice, uh, has a number of measures that uh, will allow us to have more housing supply, I think we all acknowledge that uh, we have a housing supply problem not just in the greater toronto area but quite frankly all across this province we have to get uh, more homes and more choice available and i just don't understand it you know the the bills measures uh, recognize uh, along with the proposed amendments we're making to the greater golden horseshoe the growth plan uh, builds more transit uh, more housing around transit something that we universally heard was something that was positive we're making a number of measures that will actually, you know, the the, the millennial uh, couple that, that doesn't understand or uh, you know or doesn't feel that their the dream of home ownership can be realized. This is some of the things that we're trying to do. We're trying to ensure that there are housing opportunities for our young people that our seniors uh, can 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 age with housing opportunities that that meet their needs. Um, you know, we've done a lot of consultation and uh, you know for three counselors to walk into queens park today and to make it sound like this was a bill that just got dropped on them at the 11th hour total fabrication by those three councillors we had extensive consultations uh, we're going to continue to consult on some of our community benefits charge uh, formulas uh, some of the environmental aspects that they were talking about the minister of uh, of environment had uh, you know postings on the environmental registry there's been over 100 days of opportunity for consultation in addition to all the housing supply action plan roundtables we had in addition to all the roundtables regional meetings and discussions we had about uh, the amendments to the growth plan for the greater golden horseshoe there's been a tremendous amount of consultation on this bill
0: right and so uh third reading is next week before the legislature i guess quits for the summer uh this thing looks like it'll be expedited and passed into law is that correct
1: well the 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 committee's uh today's meeting was to hear deputations so there were a variety of deputations Uh, The order of the House uh, indicated that clause by clause would start on Monday. And uh, as uh, you noted, we're going to be sitting, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The House is scheduled to rise on Thursday. I can't uh, predict what the House Leader is going to schedule, but as Minister, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, that we'll have an opportunity to have this bill uh, have some debate and you know i'm hopeful i I can't say and predict the view of the legislature but i'm i'm hopefully optimistic that we we can pass this bill but it doesn't mean to say we're not going to continue to have consultations i've made it clear to our municipal partners that the formula for the uh, community benefits charge will still be part of consultation i I can tell you that those counselors are wrong that the principle of growth paying for growth is still a part of bill 108 the fact is they're wrong to say that libraries uh, community centers uh, and other important assets like childcare they're still going to get built our bill still holds that principle uh, and while the formula that we're proposing will have a cap so that there's some certainty and that there's some transparency to the process that we stop the, the let's make a deal politics the fact of the matter is many of the things that they're saying are absolutely false And and I I have to say to that uh, person that's uh, sitting at home or sitting at work listening to this show, we want to provide you hope that you can have a housing choice that meets your needs and, more importantly, meets your budget. That's the whole point of more homes, more choice, Bill 108
0: steve clark is the minister of municipal affairs and housing uh, so again affordable housing is one of the key tenets of this uh... providing cost certainty for municipalities uh... that are imposed on development i understand that's another one but this is where i guess some people have complained as i've heard it anyway and perhaps these three counselors were alluding to that as well you're going to return to the former omb procedure uh, and the wind government had actually changed that so going back to the omb model why is that advantageous? Well,
1: that, that's not actually true. Again, that's some—that's an assertion that they're making. It's not an actual factual statement. So we, we had a system uh, for a number of years uh, on the Ontario Municipal Board. The previous Wynn government made a change, created the uh, Local Planning Appeals Tribunal, or LPAT. Um, we've got a tremendous amount of legacy cases that are stuck at the tribunal. There's a, a tremendous amount. I think experts have said that there's up to 100,000, 100,000 units that are as part of an LPAT uh, hearing. Um, something had to be done Uh, you know you were going through a planning process waiting for two or three years for an LPAT what we're doing is uh, we're continuing to do a number of things from the previous LPAT we're using uh, tools like mediation uh, we're informing. In we're adding a cost recovery system uh, to the LPAT so that uh, develop the development industry, not municipalities or not proponents, have to pay for the system. But most importantly, John, we are adding 11 more adjudicators. Uh, we're adding far more resources than that has been, been done in recent memory to try to get rid of that backlog. We, we need to have uh, better, adjudica- better adjudication, and by having 11 more adjudicators, we'll be able to un. un- Jam that log jam and, and and be able to have a system of of certainty and and predictability moving. Well, forward. the
0: critics, <laughs> yeah, they they say this is pro development and uh, you're selling out to the developers. Uh, obviously, reducing time for decisions is that just in the interest of cutting red tape and regulation and getting houses and other edifices into the the pipeline.
1: Exactly, there, you, you can't have a system where you have to wait for a tribunal for years and years you have to have a system that actually has some predictability uh built into the system the 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 fact of the matter is you know they can say you know they can they can malign the development industry i'll work with any partner whether it be private sector or public sector, whether it's a not-for-profit, whether it's a group like Habitat for Human I'll work with any group that wants to provide an opportunity for home ownership or purpose-built rental to allow people to have the home close to where they want it. And that's the most important thing. It's not about you know uh, those those people anybody that wants to do that yes they're going to be my friend.
0: Well let me ask you then finally because I'm tight on time. Uh, another concern that's come up is the uh, issue of preserving parkland and the environmental issue. Uh, how do you address that?
1: Well you know uh, Minister Phillips has had some extensive consultation. The three items that are in my bill that are under the Ministry of Environment, uh, Climate Change and, uh, Conservation and Parks uh, have all been through the environmental registry to I think we're on for a 45 day consult consultation. One is, was on a 30-day consultation. Collectively there's been uh, over 100 days when you look at the, uh, the consultation period. Our province has a best-in-class endangered and threatened species protection. It still is based on an independent science-based assessment process. That has not changed. The committee uh, on the status of species at risk in Ontario, it's called Casero, is still and will continue to to make those species assessment and classification decisions.
0: All right, uh, Minister, to, I've got to let you go because I'm out of time. I, but could I go on all day. I, I, I understand. Uh, we'll follow up and we'll see if this is enacted into law or if there's still more uh, you know, wrinkles to be worked out. I appreciate your time, though. Thanks very much. You got it. Steve Clark again is the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing on that matter.